Hi there, welcome to the Camper Van Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to talk about the advantages of converting a used van versus a new van. Uh, I'll do another episode later about the other option, which is, of course, converting a new van. Uh, today we'll focus on used vans. Probably the biggest advantage is cost. That seems pretty obvious, but that concept extends, uh, runs rather deep in this topic. The official uh, terminology from the accounting or financial perspective is depreciation. Uh, and we, we've all heard the story, when you drive a vehicle off the lot, it loses X percent. And that number ranges from 10% to 50%, depending on who you're listening to, depending on which urban legend you're paying attention to at the moment, but there is a lot of truth in it. And it probably is more in the range of 20 to 30%. Uh, that is when you drive, when you purchase a new vehicle and drive away, you're not going to get more than 80% or so of, of what you paid for it back, uh, either used or from the dealer, uh, except for in the States where you have lemon laws and you have your, I don't know, various time frames of returning a very expensive purchase which I won't get into, but all that to say that, yes, depreciation is real. So buying, a, if you can find a very low miles used vehicle, then you right away have saved a ton of money. And one, one way to make sure that that money really is saved is to go ahead and have it professionally inspected, have the vehicle professionally inspected, any used vehicle that you purchase to make sure that it, something horrible hasn't happened, and that's why they're selling it with so few miles on it. Uh, that's not an uncommon issue that comes up. You know, the transmission turns out to be bad, and there was a warranty issue, and they couldn't, et cetera, et cetera. So, the, so they wind up trying to offload it real fast. Uh, things like transmissions, you know, gearboxes, uh, suspension, expensive su suspension components, things like that. I have a ton of stories of... <laughs> about these issues. A real quick one. Uh, I know someone who bought a Saab. He got it for $3,000 or something, and it was a late model, and and it was just super cheap. It, and then he found out that the ABS module was shot in it, and to replace it was going to be more than $5,000. So yeah, too good to be true. Definitely have the vehicle inspected, especially if it's a later model and you're really dropping a lot of coin, and you're not a mechanic who can deal with surprises. I like to think in terms of, well, I'm saving all this money, therefore I'm going to set aside X amount of money for repairs and improvements and surprises because it is a used vehicle. So anyway, uh, getting back to depreciation and how you can save a bunch of money by buying a used van. Uh, yep, that, there it is. That's pretty much the whole thing in a nutshell. Let's see. Uh, oftentimes the bugs have been worked out in a used vehicle. The best used purchases come with all of the repair receipts uh, from mechanics, or if the, the owner was a shade tree mechanic, they kept their receipts and you know have some record of what they've done to it. It's always nice to know how many times the oil's been changed and at what intervals and when the brakes were last done and the timing belt and, you know, Little things like that that can completely change your life if they go bad. So knowing which bugs have been worked out, I have more to say that about that in a moment. I already mentioned getting it inspected. That's important. 
I'm linking in show notes to our article about purchasing a used van, uh, used camper vans for sale by owner. If you haven't seen that yet, it's a good one. Lots of valuable information in there. So check out show notes for the complete article. Uh, let's see. Oh, that's also, I talked more about that in another episode, episode 80 of the camper van podcast. So you can also just listen to that. There's less fear in a used van of messing things up. So when you when you go to Sprinter, to the Sprinter showroom, and you purchase a brand new you know, 170 extended wheelbase, uh, or sorry, 170 wheelbase extended body, and and you drive away. The warranty is very specific about what you can and cannot do with that vehicle before the warranty runs out. And so, with a used van, that's not an issue unless you've purchased an extended warranty or the old warranty is still in place or something like that. You want to really look at those details before you go making major changes to your vehicle, especially when it comes to things things like suspension and computer system and, oh, I don't know, all that fancy smog uh, stuff that they have in sprinters and other vehicles. So you want to make sure that whatever you do, you're not voiding your warranty. And obviously, with an older vehicle, that's less likely to be an issue. So that's another advantage. So, you know, I've I've had vehicles where I chopped holes in the side, didn't have to worry about it, didn't have to think twice about it, just uh, make sure I do it right. There was no warranty issue. There was no no concerns about, about any of that or about resale value. Of course, you know, if it goes bad, you're not going to be able to sell the vehicle for as much, but take your time, do it right. Uh, make your improvements and adjustments carefully, and you won't impact resale value. In fact, you can improve it, as we all know by looking at the values of converted vans, the, how how expensive they are. So, so yeah, you don't. If it's a used vehicle, you don't have to worry as much about that kind of stuff. And I've done things like, uh, well, I uh, in my Sienna, you know, it has all the original plastic cowling. I didn't strip out the cowling and then add insulation and then add, you know, that's just too small and, and I don't spend enough time in cold weather to do things like that with it. So, <laughs> you know, I'll epoxy things to the plastic and drill holes and drill a bunch of holes and use sheet metal screws to attach a some metal bracket or something to hold something up, you know, whatever, uh, curtain rods, stuff like that. And I don't, I don't worry about it. Uh, you know, when I sell that van, it will be cheap. Someone will get a good deal, but it will have a lot of weird little mods and, and strange holes in it and pieces of epoxy and stuff around where I, I made quote unquote improvements. So just to make the thing more comfortable to keep light out or, or to uh, mount a shelf or something like that. And I don't worry about it because it's an old van and I'm not concerned about it. If it was a new van, I would be. So that's another reason for for buying a used van instead of a brand new one. And then, you know, there's there's all the stuff with regard to uh, having a van professionally converted and if you're going to have a pro shop convert your van, you know, some of them may not even do used vans. You, they may require you to purchase a new van or they may uh, in their contract require you to use one of the vans they have purchased new. So that's the kind of thing you have to, if you wanted to go purchase a, a, a used van and get the best deal you can and then take it to a conversion shop, you would want to make sure that your favorite conversion shop will even do that. So that that's all stuff to think about. Some of those shops are making money on markup on the vehicle and things like that. 
Um, so, and, and oftentimes it may be better to have them choose the van, whether it's new or used, because they have so much more experience. Or they may tell you which van they recommend you buy if you're going to buy a used one. So keep all that in mind with regard to having a van converted if you're thinking of, of having a used one converted. So let's see, moving on here. It's not uncommon for a new van, a new vehicle of any kind, to have dozens or even hundreds of changes made to it from the previous year's model. And, you know, they do that to upsell, to uh, sometimes it's to improve problems, to fix problems that people have complained about. Oftentimes it's just for marketing, just so they can say, here's the new model, you need this, you know, for the people who have a two-year-old model. So keep that in mind because sometimes they might have added something that they haven't tested yet for very long or at all. There are a lot of examples of this in the auto industry and in other industries. One glaring example that comes to mind is the new when the iPhone first came out, it was basically garbage. It didn't do anything right. It dropped phone calls, it barely connected to the internet, it didn't you couldn't copy and paste. The list went on and on and on, and I actually bought an iPhone 2e or whatever, and I hated it so much that I've never used another iPhone in my life. And and it was another example of of uh, something that just they just didn't care. They just said, "Well, here's a bunch of features. We'll see how people see if people can use them." And of course, they didn't work. So, anyway, I digress. Uh, another more relevant example. I had a Volvo 240. I think it was an 83, and it was the first year for a certain fuel injection system. And it was horrendous. It, it it didn't work right, and it failed all the time, and the vehicle wouldn't start. And and I had purchased it used, but uh, fortunately, previous mechanics had kind of worked through some of the issues. But anyway, that's another example of, of that kind of thing, where a, a new, brand new vehicle, it has problems because it's brand new, because they don't they just don't know what works and what doesn't yet. So what you want to do is you want to search forums and Facebook groups about specific year, make, and model of any van you're thinking of buying before you buy it. Don't let emotions get in the way and cause you to rush out and buy the perfect the, the van that you think is perfect before you have done this research. Because oftentimes what you'll find is, oh yeah, that was the first year for that system, for that emissions system, for that uh, charging system, whatever, whatever it might be, you want to make sure that it's a solid vehicle and that if there are common problems in the van you're thinking of buying, that they have been worked out by mechanics or owners. And, you know, when you go to look at it, address those things specifically or have your mechanic slash inspector address those those issues uh, specifically. And And again, there's just no way to do that with a brand new vehicle. It takes time and miles and experience to know if everything is kosher with the uh, with the van you drive. So having someone else go through all that for you can be a huge advantage. I could go on and on about this this topic, but why don't you send me your questions, uh, podcast at vantage.com, or leave uh, a comment on used camper vans for sale by owner over at vansage.com on that article, and I'll, I'll answer it there and here. What the heck? Okay, thanks for listening. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vansage newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. 
Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. Fast mail train, I see.